Hey, hello my friends, Skip here. Next episode of Finding Meaning. August 8th, 10-15. You'll hear cars and mowers and all kinds of activity going on in the uh, town I live in. Uh, They are doing a lot of road work. It's a small town, it's a town of about 7,000 people. And they are doing a lot of resurfacing. And so all the traffic is being redirected everywhere. It's kind of a crazy crazy place the past couple days. Uh, So I I hope that your August 8th is well and good. Uh, Let's get to our topic. Kind of a different topic. And I I don't want to, I'm trying to not be negative, but you know, sometimes you got to name things in order to deal with them. Sometimes you got to name some stuff in order to process it. So we're going to name something today. And I want to name Excuse me while I go down to my bedroom here. I want to name for you uh, something that I have observed, and so you can take it or leave it if you choose. But it's a lack of seriousness in people. Uh, Let me say that again. I have observed, especially since the year 2020, I'm going to explain that, a, a lack of seriousness with people. Now, I don't mean people don't get concerned. I don't mean that uh, people who are under high stress or having family issues aren't being serious. What I mean by serious is this, that we have shallowed so greatly our our culture, especially here in the West, that we struggle to see the whole picture. Now, humans were never good at that anyway, but we have become so myopic in how we view the world, so self-centered that real seriousness, and that is to say, addressing problems with clear, concise, coherent thought, has become even more difficult. Now, hear me, (laughs) humans have always had difficulty with this. It's not like we were, you know, solving all the world's problems, and then along came COVID, and now it's all in the trash. No, we've always struggled with this, but I have noticed that be it in our religious settings or our political settings, even familial settings, that there is this sort of wall of uh, self-centeredness that people have built. And it's, it's, it seems more obvious to me anyway. Now, that may be partly because of my spiritual growth. I think it's also partly true. That, that we have been driven so far inward by the circumstances of our society in the past five or six years. And I'm talking about the United States, but I think most Western cultures, maybe even other cultures, that we're not able to see other than our opinion. We're, a lot of people aren't able to see anything past the end of their nose, you know the old saying. That they might be serious about not seriously solving the issue. Sort of a strange concept to articulate. Uh, Now, here's why I think 2020 is so important. We were not doing stellarly, if that's a word, before 2020. Uh, We, I really think, at least the demarcation point for me, was September 11th, 2001. Although I think you could go back to the Columbine shooting if you want an even more refined uh, place. Uh, 
And since that time, I have seen us slowly move towards being less and less engaged with solving real problems, with, with being serious about wanting to seek justice and uh, feed people and, and find the end of poverty and, and work on the end of racism. And then along came the virus, right? Along came COVID. And it really took the, if we had any wind in that sail at all, COVID took it out. Because what we did for a good, I don't know, year, probably, let me say it that way, maybe more, is we stared at our phones and we stared at the television. Uh, now, I don't think we had much of a choice. We weren't, you know, we, we overcame it. Event, uh, uh, we, well, we almost overcame it. Uh, but it took time. And I understand that. And so this isn't a political commentary on on the lockdown or anything like that. I, it was probably necessary. But as a result of that, I think we have become even more self-absorbed and self-deluded about our own importance. And because of that, because of that driving inward in, in an unhealthy way, I'm not talking about going inward spiritually. I'm talking about the bolstering of ego is what has happened. Because we learned to think and care only for ourselves and, and really lost, in many ways, the opportunity to care for the neighbor, which we were never good at anyway, uh, we have become really a, a, an even more narcissistic society. And I know that sounds negative, and I don't want to be the negative person, but I think we have to name it. And let me tell you why I see this. Let me tell you why I see this. Uh, I see more people not paying attention to the other than I ever have. Be it uh, speaking out loud on their phone in a restaurant with their phone's on speaker, uh, be it uh, you know, texting while they're driving, uh, be it believing that their opinion is the truth. I have seen it in simple ways. You, you go into a, a public place, a restaurant or a store, and there just is no communicative uh, sort of uh, exchange. Many of the folks who work in these places haven't learned or their people skills were stifled. And so you'll get people who will work in public and not say a word to you, not say thank you or have a good day, not because they're mean people, but because that's what we came out of the past five years formed as. Now, I could go into all kinds of other reasons. I won't, but there are all kinds of things from technology to our politics uh, to the preservation of institutions that for, have forced us to be less serious about being human and more serious or, or more concerned with, let me say it that way, ourselves. And, you know, as I worked for 20 years in the church, I, I just, I watched that slow decline 
I, I, you know, I'm not a sociologist. I, I don't have any hard statistics. I can only say that I am observing, partly because of my spiritual growth, partly because of the way the world is, I'm ex- observing a more uh, self-centered way of being human where the things that are serious, like justice or um, poverty, uh, inequality, racism, where these things are not, not only not getting addressed, they're being used to force people to be more insular, to choose sides, to choose team colors. You know, I'm old, but I wasn't around during the Civil War, but I would bet you that this kind of milieu, this kind of thing happened before then. People became entrenched. People became unwilling to see, obviously, what's right and wrong. Because we have to be self-reflective and be able to say, well, my opinion might be wrong. Um, that ability is all but gone. Now, as I have said... I think that if you are on a spiritual journey, an authentic spiritual journey, you're able to say to some degree, you might be wrong. I've always thought after every speech someone gives, they should say, I might be wrong. <laughs> it's that ability, that, that, you know, the ability to think seriously about issues, to think about the bigger issues. What's needed, okay? There's, there's the negative part. Now, here's what's needed is spiritual growth. And I don't mean religious growth. As a matter of fact, I can tell you that at least from my observations of 20 years being in the church, being in a Christian community, the more challenged those communities are to think beyond themselves, the more insular they become for reasons of self-preservation. What I'm saying is that when love takes the center stage, then you're able to see and deal with what is really serious in our world. Then you're really able to to address inequality. Then you're really able to see that not only the oppressed need to be freed, but the oppressor needs to be freed from their need to oppress. And so it takes a lot of sort of self-reflection and self-analysis and surrender of one's opinion in order to get there. I think we can, and I'm going to keep giving podcasts, and I hope you keep listening, and I hope you keep practicing kindness, because that's, I think that's our answer, my friends. I think the answer is going to lie in love and kindness and generosity. There you have it. Thanks for your time. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.